This is Get a Load of This Podcast, where we cover topics for truckers and entrepreneurs alike. Our guests are coming straight from the trucking industry and industries that directly influence and impact the truckers and trucking companies. We want to bring tremendous value to today's leaders and entrepreneurs and our future of the trucking industry. The common passion amongst our hosts and our guests is one thing. It's you. It's you, the people that make this country move, the trucking industry. Enough with the introductions. Let's get this load on the road. We are your hosts, Thomas, Cameron, and Ryan. Let's get rolling. Welcome back, everyone. This is your host, Cameron, of Get a Load of This Trucking Podcast. Uh, It's great to be back with everyone. We're coming into the new year. A lot of excitement, a lot of things that are making people uneasy and um, unknown kind of moving forward with, well, truck parking hasn't gone anywhere. We're still dealing with that. But then we've got, you know, shortage issues. You got fuel pricing. You've got, are we in a recession? Things are happening. The spot market. Yeah, it's it's kind of up and down. And I think the people that have been around for a long time are just riding the wave because they understand it. But folks that have just got in, they're in for a little bit of a ride. So as always, we're here to try to educate, help, guide, bring value in any way that we possibly can. One of the topics that um, is a huge part of a business owner's strategy or in financial plan, or it should be if not, it's something we haven't touched on, I don't talk about because I'm not here to just self-promote, but really truly bring value is insurance. And insurance is one of those things, if you haven't just shut off the (laughs) listening device (laughs) the second I said that, um, because it's not exciting, but it is one of those things that can and will keep you in business. And there are different things you can do. There's questions that should be asked. There's different levels of coverage where just because you have a sheet that says, I've got 1 million and 100,000 cargo and all these numbers and another sheet that says the same, but the prices are different, does not mean that they're the same. Not not all contracts are created equal. Not all companies are created equal. Not all professionals maybe understand at the level that somebody else does. So when seeking out a trusted advisor, I feel like there's questions that should be asked. There's things that you should be thinking about and be mindful of to protect yourself. Get a good deal. Always, right? You're running a business. So we want to keep every penny we can, maximum protection we can get and all that kind of stuff. Um, But today's guest, I'm excited because I just want to have a conversation about some questions that should be talked about in the buying process, questions you should ask of your agent, your company, representative, whoever you're thinking about looking at, whether it be online, a 1-800 number, person around the corner from you, somebody that does your home and auto. There's tons of people that can help you, but arm yourself with the questions, set yourself up for success, which leads me right in. I want to introduce my friend, Mandy Graham. Mandy is coming to us, COO of Great West Casualty Company. Those that have been in trucking, I'm sure Great West is not a new name for you. Um, And I'm very excited to bring her on. Mandy, thank you so much for coming on. How are you? I'm great. Happy New Year, Cameron. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I am excited. I am. there's a lot of unknown going on. So I know there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of um, good, bad opportunity. I think there is opportunity. That might just be how I think. <laughs> my, my my train of thought is kind of obstacle is the way. So when there's an obstacle presented, 
um, or a challenge that comes up or the market is doing something, there's always something that you can do and be nimble and be creative and be proactive and thinking down the road a little bit. Right. And so for me, um, insurance is one of those things. People, unfortunately, have been just inundated with marketing and, um, you know, 15 minutes will save you this and all this kind of stuff. And it's kind of commoditized now. But in reality, insurance does so much more and it will save your business. It, it could make the difference from someone going out of business or staying in business and saving the lives of the people that they represent and work for. So that's why I'm excited to bring you on. So I appreciate that. Um, I'd love you uh, for you to just kind of tell the folks a little bit about yourself, who you are, a little bit of your background, and then uh, let's dive in. Okay. Well, we'll try to make this a little bit exciting, maybe. For those that you didn't scare off when you said insurance, uh, we will try to be helpful today. Uh, I totally get, first off, I totally get why you say challenge really is an opportunity because in trucking, it seems like all we ever have is a steady diet of challenge. And that is something that we kind of practice as a muscle. We learn to overcome with insurance that can be a hugely helpful tool when things get thrown at you to be able to mitigate some of that risk. And that's really what it's all about. So yes, we're always watching our money. One thing I hope people will take away today is think about trying to get your values worth, not just getting your money's worth because insurance is one of those really weird things where, you know, we know we have to buy it, but we hope we never have to use it. For truckers, it's a little different, right? We probably are going to have to use that truck policy at some point in time because we're out there every day, you know, hauling loads, 120,000 plus miles per year, a lot of them. And the odds just are not in our favor when it comes to that. So yeah, you kind of got to look inside and figure out what can I gamble and what can I not tolerate. Um, myself, to finally get to your question, a uh, little bit of my background, I was an, underbri- an underwriter born and raised. I have been in the sales side for Great West for about 25 years and done everything from uh, support to underwriting to managing people to being responsible for the underwriting decisions of Great West at the corporate level to now Uh, My favorite job of all is I get to work with all of our regional offices and our marketing department and our risk control officers, what we used to call safety reps. And I get to see it from all different angles. So definitely, I enjoy being a part of this industry and I truly have come to love it. Yeah, and every day is not the same. So I'm sure you get unique challenges and excitement and you're not just showing up doing the same thing day in and day out as with truckers, right? Every road, every new turn, every new um, job or, you know, there's always challenges presented and they got to be alert, be aware and all that kind of stuff, Um, which just I want to. Just emphasize, like, huge shout out to truckers. Thank you so much. I don't think you guys are told that enough. Um, I think COVID raised a little awareness, right? People ran out of toilet paper and all this kind of stuff. And they're like, you know, thank the truckers. But we were here long before that thanking you. And we still are and we still will be moving forward. So just kind of quick plug for some some truckers there. Absolutely. And, you know, wasn't too long ago, those store shelves were a little bit empty. 
And you can hear it. People forget. Yeah. You can (laughs) hear it in the grocery store. People are like, what's going on? Are other people hoarding? Well, that's supply chain, guys. You know, and so it becomes obvious really quick when it starts to affect our everyday lives. And of course, we took that opportunity to put forth what a special industry trucking is and appreciate the drivers for that because. We all know we'd be out of food and out of a lot of things in three days if truckers were to park, you know, and that's a big deal. Yeah, It's a huge deal. Um, Resilient, you know, is a word that comes to mind, resiliency. And I think, you know, truckers, you don't have to do it alone. There's resources, there's education, there's peers, there's companies, there's professionals that truly are built, designed and want to help you succeed. Right. And so. Um, I think it's just reach out, educate yourself, just make sure you consume as much information to to help you move forward. So maybe you're not doing it the way that, hey, my grandpa used to do it this way. This is how we did it. And this is how he made it. The world changes, things adapt, technologies change things. Um, it was great during COVID from the standpoint of being on the roads, like COVID's terrible, oh, yeah. everything about that came from it, obviously. But from being on the roads, the truckers had like a whole new like <laughs> open highway. Like it was amazing. Everyone's like, there's no four wheelers on the roads. Everyone's home. Like this is amazing. And you know, there's a quick rush obviously to stock supplies and home delivery and all this kind of stuff. But now it's like, now the challenge is coming back where roads are congested again. Everyone's working from home or not working. And I drive around and I'm like, do these people right. work? I'm like, what is going on? And, Right. And it's in for me, the truckers, I think, adopted the speeds. And this is like kind of evident of some studies and things that have been shared and they haven't reduced speeds back down to pre-COVID speeds when congestion was there. So challenges they face, truckers might be safe. And I got people that drive millions of miles safely. But you're on the road, as Mandy said, hey, we're out 100,000, 120,000 miles you're surrounded by other people right. that you can't control right. that will or inevitably something will happen. And Mandy, what's the the stat it, it, for, for an incident occurring for a vehicle? Yeah. So rule of thumb that you'll find with trucking is every truck is going to have some incident occur with it once every three years, regardless of fault. It's an old rule really? of thumb that's been in the industry for as long as I've been around and it's actually borne itself out in the science. So that's a really great uh, statistic to think about when trying to decide what your risk tolerance is. And we all know, you know, we know our trucks are driving around with a giant target on their trailer. We carry higher limits. We don't always get a great reputation, even though we are some of the best, uh, most professional, most loyal, resilient industry, to your point, Cameron, out there. But the bottom line is, when something goes wrong, there's usually some degree of contributory or gray area or something. And if there's a significant bodily injury, you can absolutely bet that someone's going to try to find a way into the pocket of the person who carries the larger limit. It's just the way the world works. And so, you know, it's not always fair, but that's the reality. And so I would say, and I'm not doing this because we're on the on the pod cam, but <laughs> above all else, yes, do talk to the people that you trust when it comes down to making one of the most single important decisions with your business. If you are a trucker, 
but also do yourself a favor and seek out a trusted advisor, a professional in the industry. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about an insurance company. Find yourself an agent or an insurance producer that knows truck, that understands the language and that knows which markets are the best ones for you to put the livelihood, quite frankly, of your business in. This insurance is not something you should have to worry about. There are people out there to do that for you. Absolutely. And it is a big ticket item. It's a big spot on their P&L. And we understand that. We're mindful of that. And myself being a business owner, um, I'm able to talk to business owners on a level that I can understand and like try to maybe help them understand from coverages, reviewing contracts, uh, making sure it's adequate. Um, you know, there's nothing more. So, and I love this is like, I don't, well, it's good and bad, but if somebody gets a good deal on insurance, let's just say, Hey, I'm shopping around. I got a great deal. It was such a good price. And, you know, I'm just confident that it's great. They get in an accident. Do you think they think back to that moment and say, I am so glad I got a good deal on insurance and I saved all that money? Or am I thinking, I really hope I'm covered. My call is to my trusted advisor or insurance company. And I'm, you know, they just suffered a traumatic event. They don't think about how much it costs in that moment. And, And really, that's what you get when you're dealing with a trusted advisor or somebody that speaks truck and understands your language and understands the challenges you face and understands the contracts that you're involved with is, you know, depending on the circumstance, we're not going to talk about claims or go into circumstance, but it's like, am I covered? And we're going to be confident that we did what we could to get you the adequate coverage that should be there. Right. And so that's the difference. And I hear these horror stories and I get clients that are referred to me and that talk to me that, um, (laughs) on an elementary level, it's just super simple. Someone says, Oh, I, you know, they got a tractor trailer, they're running flatbed and their agent says, I can help you. You know, I, I it doesn't matter who, what company or anything, but yes, I, they write them as a flatbed. Well, it's a flatbed pickup is what they were rated as. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like an F, F it was like an F three fifty with a flatbed. And that's what they were quoted and rated and wondered why it was such a great deal. Well, you know, they came to me obviously after there was an issue and an incident and, there was no helping them at that point, but moving forward, they became a client and have been a client and then now understood, okay, yeah, it's worth it to maybe ask some questions and make sure that, you know, they understand what we do on a day-to-day basis. So for me, I am such a huge and proud partner and advocate of Great West Casualty. Uh, You, like you had mentioned, you've been with the company for 25 years. So since like you, before you even graduated high school, pretty (laughs) much, but You know, but I think that's a testament because I meet so many people in the company that have been there for 10, 15, 20 years that eat, breathe, sleep, trucking, that are dedicated to their craft. They're professionals in their, um, you know, segment and have done multiple segments. So they have such a deep understanding of what truckers do and go through. And so one of the questions that I want to challenge, you know, some of the listeners or folks that are looking or trying to find good insurance or cheap, you know, cheap insurance is a term people use, but like, I, I don't, I think cheap and price only becomes relative when the value is not explained right. or they're not yep. um, properly educated on what the needs are, right? Cheap's relative. It, it doesn't mean it's the cheapest monthly cost you're going to pay. It's all relative. So for me, one of the questions, and, and then I'll let you answer some of these things 
um, from a Great West perspective is like, what are the value propositions or what value propositions should an insurance company provide to you? Yeah, I think that's something that I would, you know, something to think about that can spark some questions. Yeah, you're right. So here's the deal. Values in the eye of the beholder, right? Because what matters to you is what matters to you. And I totally agree with you on the cost value continuum. Uh, I'm going to way oversimplify this, but if you and I go to the grocery store, (laughs) if you and I go to the grocery store and we can choose between three bags of groceries, one bag of groceries is five bucks and we're not allowed to look in it, but it's $5 and it's past the expiration date, but it may or may not be spoiled. Or you can buy your second bag of groceries, it's $10 and it is past the expiration date, but we promise it's not spoiled. Or you can pay $15 for good quality food inside the expiration date. You still get a choice, right? You just have to decide how much of a game do I wanna play here? Uh, Like I said, that's an extreme uh, oversimplification, but we have to decide really what's important to us. So do I want an insurance company that I can call up on a Saturday and talk to a human? If I need a certificate or I'm thinking about hiring a driver that I just had time to finally interview or I have a cargo trip, I just... I was able to get on a load board and get a sweet load at Saturday morning. I don't want to lose this opportunity. If I call Great West, are they going to pick up the phone? Yeah, we will. And I'm not sure, honestly, about other companies. I make it my business to know how we do things. So it's possible that there are other companies that do that. But that may be important to one trucker and it may not be important to another. Uh, Is my insurance company going to respond super fast when I have a claim, when I have the first day of my life, what's that process going to look like? Who am I going to have to talk to? Am I going to get some robo phone call where I have to press a a bunch of buttons and I don't get a human or am I going to get a human being? Am I going to have someone out at the scene of the loss within 24 hours or am I going to be waiting days and I just have to wait until someone finally calls me back? When they do show up, are they going to know what they're doing? You know, all those things. If my truck is damaged and has to go into the shop, does the shop know that insurance company? Are they going to be able to start repairs based on the good reputation of that insurance company? Or are they going to want a down payment before they even order my parts? You know, that was something that we ran into over the last year or so. And I know I'm kind of just shotgunning stuff at you, but these are all examples that I've personally seen affect people's livelihoods because if their units are damaged and held up or if their business is interrupted in any way, shape or form, what's going on? Their shippers are feeling like maybe that trucker's not so reliable anymore. Uh, You might not get another opportunity. You might have penalties for late delivery God forbid your cargo might be put in storage pending, you know, an inspection of the trailer and things by the adjuster. A whole host of things can go wrong. 
Um, so it's not fun to think about like the worst day in your life and how likely that is to happen. But when we're talking about trucking companies and 90%, more than 90%, in fact, are six trucks or more, or I'm sorry, are six trucks or less. These are kitchen table businesses. You know, we don't have millions of dollars worth of assets in trucking typically. These are mom and pop, oftentimes second and third generation, not telling anything you don't know, Cameron, right? That Yeah, exactly. A couple bad accidents that don't go your way, that can make the difference between whether the doors are open or closed. And you have to decide what kind of risk you're willing to take. So that's why it's important to get that trusted advisor. And again, Great West is not the only trucking company or trucking insurance company that does a good job. But I will tell you this, it's all we do. It's all we've ever done. We've been doing it since the 50s. And I would put our service up against anybody else because it is still relationship for us. And maybe we're a little old school, you know, we do innovate, but what it boils down to is getting things done quickly. And we do oftentimes have to leverage our relationships to take care of our insureds. We're happy to do it. And I can attest to that. And I, uh, you know, one quick example and something that stood out to me in um, our relationship is, is the bilingual. And so we had a, you know, a truck driver that primary, you know, the first primary language was not English. Now they can speak English um, to an extent and like there's minimal there, but not at the level and not during this grieving process after a traumatic event, such as a, a an upset or an accident and stuff like that. And so that to me stood out, man. That was huge. It's like you can then get somebody that can help translate, comfort, relay, get the information to preserve all the information we need to do and paint the accurate picture. So you guys stepped up so you can get to the defense and start working. Yeah. And we're happy to be able to do it. Uh, when it comes to Spanish speaking, we have actual employees on staff, whether they're in underwriting support or they're a claims adjuster or whatever, where sometimes English is not their first language. And they will page them over the intercom and be like, hey, I need you know a translator. Can you come talk to this person who's just been involved in an accident? They love to be able to help. You know, that's a sense of pride for them. Uh, but if we happen to get someone who speaks another language on the phone and needs some help, we've got a language line that has like 140 languages that'll bridge that gap for us. Uh, but we do like to do it in person whenever possible. And our employees <laughs> enjoy jumping in when they can help. You mean all your staff aren't working from home and not working? They're they're actually at a location or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you know, uh, we decided to go hybrid because remote work did seem to have certain values over COVID. But there are. It, to tell you the truth, I mean, Great West is very much a family oriented company. And so we kind of wanted to balance that out with some time in the office. So you know, you ask anybody at Great West, what's your favorite thing about working here? And they'll tell you it's the people they work with. And that's really special for us. Well, and I want to say you guys are ahead of the curve because I just saw a couple of releases that Disney was requiring back in office or in person as a hybrid type. Uh -huh. And then Starbucks corporate office uh -huh. just required um 
back in office and hybrid. So hybrid, obviously the best of both worlds and there's um, ways to do it. And, I, and, and everybody, I knew the answer to that, uh, just kind of throwing it out there <laughs> yeah. as, as fun. But, um, um, but it's true though, you will get someone 24 hours a day, claims are 24 hours a day, underwriting. And I've had this happen, you know, you got a company and um, they needed, in this example, they had 150,000 in cargo, their flatbed, they needed to bump to 250 yep. just for a trip. And it's something that they had experience with. And some companies, you know, it's like, yes, we can do that, but then you have to wait, right? Yeah. And this company is trying to book this load that day. And, you know, truckers are moving quick right. and they're, they're, they're seizing opportunity and they're seizing the day. And one of their people's like, this is a great opportunity. I'm on it, but they need this. And I was able to call. Underwriter was able to review with me on the phone, get all the details. I sent them what I needed and they said, yep, well, it's approved. Here's what we got. And and folks, it wasn't much money in the grand scheme and it allowed them to go make money, allowed the trucking company not to skip a beat. And, you know, that's what I love. And, th- and this is on a weekend, mind you. <laughs> so so I just wanted to kind of plug that because that's so true. You know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been there many times myself in the old days when we had to go to the office to approve anything. And <laughs> I left quite a few soccer games as a mom heading down to the office to take care of my truckers. And I was happy to do that, too. <laughs> Yeah. And that kind of leads like coverages. And these are just this this is such a topic that I get passionate about and we're excited about. And like Uh-oh. people are like, oh, how are you excited about coverage and insurance and and that kind of stuff? Because it's my job to be for you. Right. The the, the public. You, I think you need awareness. You need education. Yeah. You should ask the right questions. You don't have to understand it, though. That's where you trust somebody and you work with someone you trust. One of the things Great West does and they invest heavily in the education piece with their partners. So myself and my agents are constantly doing education with uh, the legal team and reviewing contracts and just higher level learning and reviewing um, uh, ISO form, which we'll, we'll talk about here in a sec. But that's one of the big things I love about Great West is the Great West and like the coverages that they offer. And in my opinion, it's true trucking coverage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so what are some of those things that you think or that, you know, I, I'm going to say no in this um, that set you apart. Right. We're not going to talk about other companies, but what what do we know that separates that? Right. Yeah. Well, there are some subtle nuances and then there's some out and out differences. So uh, I don't want to get too boring, but I'll give you a couple examples. that will lighten things up a little bit or whatever. First of all, because all we do is truck, we just went ahead and wrote our own forms. Now, a lot of them, you know, they look like they might be related to ISO because insurance principles can be the same, obviously. But yep. we created our own forms, for example, with Great West. You know, there's no pollution exclusion. It's included right in our liability form. You don't have to have an endorsement. The couple that stick out probably most uh, mindful for people are things with cargo or cargos related. So, yep. The two that are pretty common that we hear about really makes a difference for folks is there's no reefer exclusion or off temp exclusion with Great West. If your reefer breaks down or if you know you forget to put fuel in it, we'll still pay for a spoiled load. There's there's coverage there for that, and that's just and that's going to the five dollar bag of groceries, right? Yeah, exactly <laughs> right, uh, and. You know, there's no reefer maintenance warranty required and all those types of things. If it's not working and your load goes bad, we'll handle it. That's covered. 
also wet loads or rust or things like that. We just talked about flatbeds. If you forget your tarp at home and drive through a rainstorm and you've got damage, well, that's something that's automatically covered under cargo. So there are a lot of things like that, but overall, I mean, our policy's written with trucking in mind because that's who it's for. And so it's important to have somebody. I know there aren't many truckers out there that are reading their insurance policy for fun while they're sitting in their sleeper at night, right? They want you to do that, Cameron. They want their trusted advisor to do that. So, you know, what the trucker should be able to do is sit down with someone they trust and say, here's what my operation looks like. This is what I haul, where I go. Here's my equipment. Here's my drivers. You tell me what I need. You know, they need to be busy being truckers. They shouldn't have to worry themselves about, I don't understand all this weird language where you give it to me and you take it away and then you give it back to me, you know, in a coverage form. They shouldn't have to know those things. That's our job to look for that for them. Those are a couple examples. Yeah, and they're not going to know legalese. And actually, you brought up a huge um, talking point for me just because it's something that I, I come across quite frequently. And I've heard this off and on from certain um, folks that get referred to me or that are talking to me or even clients that have became my clients that, that they weren't where when I'm reviewing their current insurance coverage or, or even their proposed new insurance coverage, they will be missing big key components based on the operations that they're telling me that they do. And so then I'll ask them and I, and I just pose it as a question of like, you're doing this and this, or, or for example, maybe you IIA yep. that requires the hired and non-owned, um, non-owned attached equipment, like their non-owned trailer. Like there's things in there that are going to be required. Well, the proposal they brought me or that they had, or whatever the case may be, is it was missing Uh-oh. coverages that were, that are huge to them. And, and the answer was as well, and they went back to the agent and then, and then they come back and they're like, well, I didn't tell my agent that I needed that. That, that that's what was told to me. And I'm and, and in my mind, I'm like, kind of took a second and I'm like, I understand that. And I said, but I said, as your trusted advisor and as your agent, it should be my job to make sure I'm asking you and make sure I'm asking you the right questions to get the right answers to help you determine what I need or don't need. It's not your job to tell me what you need. Like, I know what you need. That's what we do every day. But I I need to know at to what level and degree and like um, nuances you need. Right. right? And I don't want you paying for something you don't need either. So, so anyways, you, you just sparked that thought in me and it's such a common thing. So like for listeners out there, it's, if you're telling the agent what you need and they're not helping you uncover those. And, and if, if they just asked you, I just need trucks and drivers and a DOT and I'll give you a quote. Like what happens in the claim yeah. when you do experience that? Like, man, I'm glad I got a good deal. Um, I hope they know what I do. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, that's scary to me. If I was a truck company owner and that, ha- I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm a little more conservative that way, but that's scary to me. Well, in, in my opinion, you're hundred percent right. And people should be able to count on other folks. You know, that's just a basic tenant of humanity and we all have to act like a team and help each other out so you are absolutely right and i just about guarantee you that you know if you hear someone say chassis 
you're going to be asking about UIA. You're going to be asking about intermodal. You're going to be digging yes. into that next level stuff because those are little flags that are, that go up for the right people to make sure that you do go the extra mile. A lot of times, you know, people don't know what people don't know. And you don't want to be caught in that and not give them what they need just because you didn't ask, ask that question. Well, and communication's key. And I, I've actually had things happen on both sides and, and we're not perfect, right? I'm not perfect. No. Sometimes I'm told, hey, we got a new trailer. Okay. And like we just did a cert for maybe lumber and some other stuff. What is it? Oh, because they in the past had rated a chassis as a flatbed. That's what they were told, right? Hey, oh, it's a flatbed. We get told, oh, it's a flatbed. Yeah. You completely missed it. So, because there's just not the conversation of, oh, I decided to pick up and go do intermodal or work at a train yard or do uh, whatever, right? So, so when I talk about insurance as part of a viable part of your like financial strategy and game planning and just overall like um, guidance and, and like help you like navigate these waters that we're going through. If you change or want to do something else, or all of a sudden I'm in a whole bees or like just something, you should probably call your insurance agent, have a conversation. It's just a simple thing. It's not one of those I'm going to do and ask for forgiveness later because this is not work that way. You can do ask for forgiveness later, but it could cost you a lot of money in the meantime because you didn't have what you needed yeah. just because of a simple combo, right? Absolutely. And and so it's just be mindful of that. But and I think too. From my standpoint, and I know it's Great West standpoint because it's going to lead me into one of the huge value adds and one of the questions you guys should be asking is how is your insurance agent, trusted advisor, and insurance company and representatives helping you grow your business or become better at your business or be more safe and be mindful of the things that maybe drive the cost and how the how FMCSA looks at you with your safety scores, how brokers look at you with your safety scores. And like, if you're out of services through the roof and your safety score is bad, that broker is going to say, okay, you got a 60% out of service. There's a 60% chance that low is not getting there on time, right? It's simple math. So there's things and there's people out there that want to help and not just, I don't want to be a good um, cash register for my clients, right? I don't want to be like shining at the moment of, hey, give me your money and sign up for this piece of paper that you hope you never use. No, I want to be there for continual growth, continual education, coaching, guidance. More importantly, you touched on is like come claim time. That's the time to shine. That's why we buy insurance, Absolutely. right? You, yep. Your tolerance is to spread that and have professionals step in, but what are some ways, and, and, and I know them, and so I'm, I'm just going to let you kind of going into them, but what are ways that you as an organization in Great West Stance and like these amazing offerings that help truck companies get better and grow and make more profit and all these things that being a good operator does? What are, what are some of those things you're proud of? Yeah, so I would take this like two different ways. Okay. A great industry partner that serves transportation will commit and invest in trucking as a cause, right? Both at the policy level, the, the societal level. So state and national trucking associations, we probably on this podcast don't all see a need to go to the conventions necessarily, but trust me, you want people in your corner that, personally give a little bit of their money and a lot of their time to causes that work toward your benefit. 
people that have the network and the relationships to help make policy and really bring to light some of the serious and sometimes dangerous challenges we face in trucking. That's important. You know, like, don't just write me a check, like do something with it. That's, that's important. The other thing is, like you mentioned, camera, those helpful things that people can help you grow your business with. So some of the examples at Great West, and again, I'm sure we're not alone in this. This is just our flavor of how we do it. But risk control materials, videos, small business assistance, safety-minded publications, you name it, free safety materials out on our website. We buy them. You can have them. All you got to do is fill out a request. A lot of like J.J. Keller type things out there for you. Also, uh, do we create an environment for you where you can get together with other truckers, where you can learn from each other, where you might learn something else? We do fall fleet safety seminars that anybody can go to, kind of like road shows where we'll do a holiday in and a string of them a week at a time throughout any geographic area. Uh, leadership seminars where we bring hundreds of people together all over the country once a year to exchange safety roundtable ideas and get some speakers up in front of them, whether they're, you know, from DC with ATA or motivational or industry experts that talk to us about driver recruiting and retention or something similar like that. You want partners in an agency and an insurance company that put you in the best position to be the most effective business that you can be, whether you're one truck and you want to stay there or whether you have grand visions of a hundred trucks, a thousand trucks into the future. And the last thing I'll say is this, if you do have a growth mindset, which by the way is fantastic because we want you to be successful, whatever that means for you, if you do have a growth mindset, look for a company that can give you something that makes really good sense for a single unit. And then when you grow to five, you've got options that a five unit account wants. And then when you get to a fleet, 10 trucks or more, they can give you a reporting policy and then you can grow into a self-insured and then you can become a captive member get together with an insurance company that can support you throughout your whole lifetime, whatever that lifetime ends up looking like. Because as you create that long, long relationship, relationships are currency. It doesn't matter what the relationship is, relationships are currency. And I know your listeners understand this because that truly at its core is what trucking's all about, right, Cameron? Oh, absolutely. And that's something that I think you have to partner with someone, yes. right? Not a transaction, but we have a relationship and you hit the nail on the head there. Um, and, and it's making those objectives and goals be known. And it should be talked about frequently. I don't, uh, you know, for me, and I'm not going to dive too much into the transaction side of the things, but I want to know what's your plans? What motivated you to start? Yeah. Why are you doing what you're doing? What are our plans in the three-year, five-year? Do you want to do acquisitions? Is retirement on or is, hey, I've got kids coming up that are taking over? Like all those things matter to help me help you, right? <laughs> like with you. And, and there's resources for the brand new person that needs help just 
basic things, data queue, things like that to you're right, you know, 500,000 truck fleets, 100 truck fleets, brand new into fleet. That's a big deal. There's prep to get oh, yeah. you in the fleet and their resources. You're at a different level when you start growing. You got different responsibilities. DOT fines, I just saw that FMCSA published the new penalty schedule coming out and those fines did not go down. I promise that. And they're never going to go down. So how do you not get fines? How do you not get shut down? How do we keep the trucks moving from point A to point B when we said we're doing it, you know, how we're going to do it in, and that's how you run profitably. Right. And, um, And it's helping build those procedures, guidelines, all those things. So I love that. And, these resources are so phenomenal. And to, to go back to your leadership symposium. So I attended one, you know, with a client COVID changed it. Right. Cause there was a, there, there was the, the webinar uh-huh. one and then the, so, and I've got, you know, one of my clients, good clients that went him and a safety manager. They're like, when is the next one? Cool. Oh, like, that when, makes when me so happy. We can go to. Yes. And they're like, we're going, we're going to divide and conquer. And like, we got so much value out of that and insight and um, you know, it, Atri was there. There's all kinds of phenomenal people, but, and I, and I love that. And I love getting the stats and I love getting the market up and I love getting that more importantly though. And here's where like the, the gold and like the nuggets are is you're with your peers. It was all non-threatening environment. The truckers sit together. You're not with professionals and like the company folks are on the outer ring. So you're not like, you're not scared to share or share as much or as little as what you want. But like, they're talking about real things that they are going through that the, their peers can um, understand, maybe help with, maybe give advice with um, and talk freely amongst their friends that they might not normally get that opportunity because owners aren't in the truck stops typically. Right. right? You know what I mean? So yeah, the truck drivers are chatting, there's chatter and there's all these things, but the owners, unless you're just friends or reach out and you're, you're, you guys have been doing it so long. It's just a great opportunity to get them together. Yeah. So that's what I, and I'll tell you, you know, when we started doing these all these years ago, we were like, oh, let's just try it, you know, and see, see if anybody finds value in it. And it is so hugely successful. We've grown out of convention centers and, and had to get bigger spaces and, and in a few areas we're tapped out with space. So it's kind of got to, you know, shut down registration at some point when we get full, that's like (laughs) the best thing that could happen is, you know, we have too many people that want to come. But here's the thing, and it's it's completely free. You know, we we're invested in this as an organization, and so when we first started doing it, I thought to myself, and I don't mind admitting this, but I thought to myself, there is no way these truckers are going to share things with each other. Number one, they will either be too proud to admit they've got a problem, or number two, they're not going to want to share their secret sauce with their peers. And I was so wrong. You get those guys and ladies in a room and throw a common problem that they're all dealing with out on the table. You've never seen a group of people come together faster and have more fun solving those problems together and exchanging stories than you'll see at one of these deals. It's just, it's amazing. I hope we do them forever. Yeah. Oh, and I and I plan on going to them as much as humanly I'll possible. See you there. I got so much value out of those. Yeah, you will for <laughs> sure. So, and I think, I mean, you know, those are just a few things to think about and talk about. And there was so much there that like listeners like pick and choose and, and value, as you had mentioned, as the eye of the beholder. It's like, what is important to you? 
Where are you at in your journey? You might not know the questions to ask. That's why you're here, hopefully listening, is trying to learn and like, oh, okay. These things inevitably will help you get, and I'm not going to say cheaper, you're going to get the best value of coverage with a company that has your back when you need it. And that's not necessarily me. That's not necessarily Great West. It's whoever that you end up trusting and fitting in with. And like, they're your advocate and you trust what is happening and their contracts got your back. Um, So it's just educate yourself. It's, you know, I see so many with social media, especially in these groups and and the chatter amongst people is it's like, you got to get six quotes you'll get four quotes from progressive and four quotes from these guys and four quotes from them. And they're all different prices. And you just got to keep doing it until you get a good deal. And guys, gals, folks, that's not the case. That's really not the case. What drives the differences is the data and the information that the person is given that they have asked you for that you have shared or not shared or whatever the case may be that molds the price. Now, Maybe somebody wants to cut corners and do that, but to say to save a few hundred bucks a month, let's say, and then all of a sudden you do have that incident and you're thinking to myself, oh man, I hope I'm covered. And all of a sudden you're 80K out of pocket. How's that going to go? Right. I got to sell. Okay. I just sold that, uh, you know, 2006 Peterbilt that's now worth 80K for some crazy reason, which leads me to another discussion. You should be thinking about the value of equipment, the current actual cash value, the current climate of parts. What's available? She, Mandy touched on it earlier, is the relationship or the national relationship with um, part vendors, right? Yeah. And the different um, engine manufacturers and truck manufacturers and all these places. I think that's worth just retouching on because that's a big deal, right, Mandy? When speed and availability and relationship and am I going to get paid from this insurance company or not matter to get your truck back? Right. Absolutely. You know, time is money. I don't have to tell our listeners that (laughs) it it is. is. Time is money. And, you know, we've worked for decades, quite frankly, to create relationships with shops and OEMs where we know our equipment just because of the nature of the relationship and the longevity of the relationship with our vendor. They're going to put our units at the beginning of the line for repair. We don't ask them to do that. It's just a courtesy that often occurs. And one of the formal things that we've been able to put in place over the last, gosh, it's only been about five years we've been doing this, is formal agreements with the major four OEMs in the nation. So we get our parts at a different price than what the general public does. And we pass those savings on to our insurance. We don't keep those savings ourselves, but so it helps with cost, but also availability. When we had this huge supply chain issue and it was hard to get repair parts for tractor trailers, that caused quite a, an interruption, I guess I'd say in repair. And luckily we didn't see a whole lot of that because our parts were there for us. And we, we, (laughs) Right. As my kids would have said back in the day, we already had dibs, right? We already had dibs (laughs) on the parts. And so, you know, our trucks were pulling out of there and we don't even have to worry about it at that point. So, and that makes us proud to be able to do that. We don't get anything out of it, but it's because of that relationship. So one thing I would add 
to what you said um, about people shopping for insurance. It's okay. It's okay to shop for insurance. I do want to give you one nugget, though, as a trucker. If you move your policy pretty routinely, like every couple years you change your insurance carrier, everybody knows it, nobody likes it. Any insurance carrier that ends up writing you a policy is going to expect you're going to leave in a couple years. They're not necessarily going to feel like they need to be loyal to you because they've already decided you're not going to be loyal to them. And so you're not going to get the same experience as if you stay with the same carrier for four, five, six years, 10, 20, 30. It will be a different experience. And if you want a transactional relationship, that's okay. But I would just caution, you know, in trucking, man, we're just wide open for everybody to see everything, right? They can see our safety scores. They can see our insurance history. They can see our DOT recordable crashes as they're categorized. I mean, we are out there like nobody's business. And so because we are so visible, uh, we have a higher duty of care because we're going to get judged, sadly, a lot of times just on anything bad somebody can see instead of all the good that we do. Yeah, and if we, as the insurance professionals, can see it, you know who else can? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's who's that's looking exactly at it. Right. And that's who we're protecting you from and fighting yeah. for, right, is you guys, the truckers. So I think that's awesome. And I think, I feel like you can do, we can go on for so much oh, longer about yeah. stories and feel good and horror stories and coverages and all that. Like the one, like, last thing, and then we'll, We'll wrap okay. up. I promise everyone get back to your lives. But you said pass the savings on through to the trucker, mm -hmm. right? With like the discounted prices and stuff. There's another segment that um, I don't think we talked about, but I think it's a huge, huge value add. And it's something I talk about. And if it's a business owner that you can talk to on in terms of how do I get my money back or what happens if I did get in an accident because I'm on the road 120,000 miles a year, it might not be my fault, but I still have to pay mm -hmm. or I still am not getting subrogation subrogation yes. i love subrogation because subrogation is where we go after the people that did our truckers wrong and they're really good at their jobs so <laughs> at great west um, more often than not you'll find that we have our own employees that do these things because we don't want to have to trust anybody else. We don't want them trying to take orders from other insurance companies for service or anything like that. So we have our own. Uh, we have great subro attorneys. These folks know their stuff and they understand transportation, which is huge, huge. So downtime claim. Uh, let's say you get in a crash. It's not your fault. We're going to pay out first party FISDAM coverage, right? We want to get you back on the road. We get you in and out of the shop with those OEM parts. You're good to go. You're back serving your customers. Well, in the meantime, Subro gets to work. They've sent you a worksheet that says how, how many days were you down? What's your normal daily stipend? What are your ancillary costs? So on and so forth. They'll then take that, which I kind of look at it as an IOU, right? I want my money back. 
<laughs> they then take that and they go after the at-fault party. And there are certain limitations on a courtesy as far as how far they can go. But when we have an insurable interest on recovering in that for our insured, it can go all the way to legal suit. And our insureds don't have to do anything. We take care of it for them. And it's rewarding to see the passion that our subrogation attorneys and their support folks put into their jobs to, because we, it's not because we want to win, even though we are a competitive bunch, but it's because we want to make things right for our insureds. And we know our insureds depend on us to do that for them. So yeah, it doesn't just stop when the payment gets made, whether it's for you or by you as a trucker, a lot of times there's extra work that, you know, to kind of clean it up after the fact where we can support you more. Yeah. Y'all can say that the gloves go on and we got to fight for you. Yeah. Put them up. Simple as that. (laughs) I love it. I I think that's a lot. I think that's great. Hopefully questions in there for you guys to take as listeners, guys and gals to take as listeners and be more educated. Take these and ask your current agent some questions. And if you start to uncover things that you're not comfortable with or they can't answer or you may, I might need to talk to someone else or get another opinion. That's what I'm here for. That's what other professionals are here for. You can go on Great West website, find an agent near you. There's all kinds of stuff you guys can do to go find um, great professionals. Word of mouth is good. Referrals always good. Mandy, one thing I like uh, towards the end of the show, if you had a billboard that all the truckers are driving past because they're all just on one on one freeway, <laughs> um, what, what would that message be that you'd want to share? And, and really, it's just for anybody and everybody. But what would that one message be? It could be a quote. It could be a saying. It could be a motto. It could be anything you want. Oh, man, that is such a good that is such a good question. So my two favorite sayings come from my grandma Davis, who was my favorite person in the world, but they're not very uplifting. They've been great guidance for my life. I don't know that I would put them on a bulletin board, but I say them both all the time. The first one is a little bit negative. It's no good deed goes unpunished, right? And she didn't coin that phrase, obviously, but she did. She (laughs) did say it pretty often. And my, my favorite one that I try to live my life by is necessity breeds ability. And so I would put that on a sign, but I would put underneath it, keep your chin up. So truckers, you're our heroes. We love you. Keep your chins up. You guys prove every day necessity breeds ability. And we are so grateful that you serve us the way you do in America. Thank you. Mandy, thank you. Those are great. That would be an amazing billboard. And I appreciate you. I thank you for your time. Yeah, thank That's you. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Listeners, as always, this, this, all the different platforms. We got Find Me on LinkedIn. You can find us. We got a Facebook group, Get a Load of This Trucking Podcast. Uh, please reach out. You have questions, concerns. Heck, if you want a free review, I'm happy to review. And I'm not, it's not going to pressure. What's best for you is what is best for me, right? No matter what, education, that's what I'm about love to help you. Thank y'all. Drive safe.